It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. X Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking up, they just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So out a long frown, a man harmed from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that low-low Plus I'm from that ball Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo Ready for the world and we so-so Sit with the flow, somebody got a vote, vote Heard the lames and I swear they so-so Too much love for the fame just to go broke You said think I had the rap game and the troll card No, I think I got the whole world in a rope Got to think of damn dog, you crazy Is he the next Jay-Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know, maybe Welcome back to the Insane Trip Podcast Your host Chris here and, Oh, wait, we're not gonna run that We're not gonna run that back We're, gonna, we're not gonna run that back Run it back, man We're gonna run it back Um, I, I'm not going to, uh Troll you guys like I did last show. Uh, it was fun, but I'm not going to do that today. Um, back with another handy check. It's going to be a random show. I got my boy uh, all the way from the West Coast. We got Tim, People's Critic. What's going on, man? Uh, not a lot, man. What's going on with you? Rain. Rain. A lot yeah. of fucking rain right now here <laughs> on the East Coast. Sounds we, like Seattle, man. Oh, bruh. Bruh. It is, it is literally. And it's not, it's not like been just like raining here and there. Like It's been like a constant downpour, it feels like. For like twenty four hours right now, it, it's been raining for a couple of days, but like the last like twelve to twenty four hours, it's been constantly like downpour raining, and it's just been like, what the fuck, dude? Like this is that's nasty. It is. It's just because I got a dog, so I got to bring the dog in. The dog tracks mud in. I got to keep that, and then he tries to shake off. It's just, it's just all. It's just. It's just a fucking problem. You don't want to do anything. Don't want to go outside. It's just all yeah. just. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I lied. There's a lot going on. It's the it's the Seattle Film Festival's going on right now. So oh yeah, how's that? It going? Just started. So a lot of films, man. A lot. Oh wow, that's good. I was gonna ask you, like, cause um, it's been a, I can't I can never remember when I have my guests on. I I feel like it's been a while <laughs> since we talked. I mean, we well, I know we haven't talked since like we had Infinity War come out. Uh, I, mm-hmm. have you seen? I know you saw Deadpool too already. I did. Have you seen Solo? Yeah. You saw Solo Solo too already. Right. That's not so, solo, yeah. Yeah, we just been yeah. yo, it feels like it's just been like just a marathon of of yeah. these big fucking movies over the last yeah. like month or so. 
Yeah, it was nothing, and then it was Black Panther, and then slowly these movies started coming out, and then mm-hmm. it's, sort of, it's sort of been an onslaught. Yeah, yeah. We got one coming up for uh, Ocean's 8, I think, in a couple Ocean's of weeks. Ocean's 8 so. coming up, yeah. I, um, uh, go ahead. Oh, same for the film festival. So far, I saw Blind Spotting, which I really love. Hmm. Um, that's good. I saw... That's the one with, uh, Tessa, that's the one with Tessa Thompson and um, uh, Lakeith in it, right? No, that's sorry to bother you. I see that. Okay. I see that on Monday. Which one's blind spot? I see sorry to bother. Blind spotting's with uh David Diggs from um, Hamilton. Okay, and, gotcha. Uh, okay, it's it's about this dude who's on parole. His last few days. It's it's really good. And then I I'm seeing Want to Be My Neighbor, the Mr. Rogers documentary on Tuesday. Mm, mm-hmm. That should be good. I saw American Animals, that true story about those white boys who try to rob a library with these books, and. Uh, from a college library yeah it's a true story and it's crazy the movie wow. was, was good so yeah there's a lot of really good stuff coming there's a lot to see at the festival so i haven't even really flipped through the guide to see exactly what i want to see mm-hmm. but there's a lot of good stuff hmm. Hmm. yeah well I, like i said i think well that, that goes to show you that you know we're both film critics and mm-hmm. i think this is one of the things that I, I i've gotten annoyed by with hearing some of the older film critics and or even just people who claim to be you know into film but you can tell they're not really they're always talking about how, you know, oh, how we only talk about sequels now and, you know, there's there's no originality in, in Hollywood. And I'm like, yo, there's a ton of fucking movies you just don't hear about. Dude, and they're, they're never going to. There's a gonna... ton of every year. Yeah. There's, I, mean, I, I know there's one, they send them to us and I'm just like, there's too many movies to fucking watch. <laughs> just, just... Yeah, but that, there's that problem. <laughs> Especially at the end of the year when, mm. during award season when oh, you start f- getting these random movies you never even heard of that right. show up at your de- at right. your doorstep. There's a lot of original films. I mean, if you watch, if you're someone who watches 30 movies a year, you're going to focus on the Avengers and the Deadpools and the Disney projects and the big Warner Brother projects and Fast and the Furious. But if you're in the film, you'll know that there's a lot more interesting, independent, uh, original stories out there. There's a lot every year. Mm-hmm. Every year has them. Yeah. And, and, and God forbid you get into the streaming stuff, which, you know, what? I, that's something that, that's been coming out recently. And I, would love, because I, I know my thoughts, and I've shared my thoughts, and I would love to hear this from another, particularly an, another person of color, uh, black person, you know, in your case, but like, <laughs> you know, because it's like, you, 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 I've been hearing a lot of people, you get a lot of white people's opinions on, like, streaming movies being allowed in, like, I think Cannes was, uh, they banned some of those movies from being available for their awards. And you're seeing a lot of these big name, pretty much white directors who claim that they shouldn't be like Steven Spielberg even said some stupid shit about that. Like, mm-hmm. w- what is your opinion on this? As somebody who sees a lot of these fucking movies, what do you think? I, you know, this is a constant conversation we have within our film critic society. And my take is always, I don't think the manner in which you, you consume the art tells whether it's art or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm watching it on this, television screen or a laptop while I'm watching in the theater doesn't mean it's less art because that's how it was distributed. That's kind of a dumb thing. But also, as a person of color, um, it's, it's streaming platforms have allowed for way more diverse storytelling. Uh, female directors, women of color, men of color, uh, independent cinema to, to have a platform because it's much cheaper. I talked to this, uh, I interviewed a couple last year who did a, a horror movie local couple and it got on Amazon video and it kind of just talked to me about like how easy it is to put it on Amazon video. 
which is something that was didn't exist years ago. And so if I'm Paramount or if I'm somebody else, I can just dismiss you and then, right, I, you had eight or seven or ten channels to distribute your movie from. And if none of those people bought your film, uh, they weren't going to do it. Like, look at Mudbound. Mudbound was a good film, and Netflix was the only person who bought it. Yeah. You know, Netflix did. I said, I look at Lena Waite all the time and say, Master of None happens because Netflix decides to do a show with Aziz Ansari, who said, like, everyone was interested in doing an Aziz show, but Netflix, you know how it is. We've just seen it just now, right? Mm -hmm. We just had Upfront. So you got people canceling shows at Upfronts. Uh, they shot a pilot, no one picks it up, and they're hoping it gets picked up by someone to get distributed, right? So instead of that, Netflix was like, yeah, we'll, we'll do all 10 episodes. So it allowed him to create the show that now Lena Waithe is on, and then she, which allows her to win an, an, a, a Golden Globe, which it allows her to create her own shows. So it's, it's that lineage of it's providing opportunity for people who maybe wouldn't have that to then go on and, and be great. And she's great. She's talented. Mm-hmm. She's a talented writer and a creator. And it allows for that. Even some place like HBO, which allows for, 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 which I think focuses on the fact that people stream their stuff all the time. So they're allowed to sort of take gambles on stuff yeah. because people are streaming it. And just other studios aren't offering that. And I don't know. I think the hubbub with those directors is it's a changing of the guard that they don't want to see happen because mm-hmm. it's changing. And they, they're, they're pushing up against the fact that this, the old guard of the way studios work is changing because of how we view our products. And they don't want that to happen because that's going to mean less work for them. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're, you're right. It's it's one it, like you said. I, I feel like it, it. Same with you. It it to me feels like just being bitter and 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 trying to close off because like I said, you know, Mudbound was a great movie that could have been in a theater, you know, yep. um, and it wasn't because Netflix picked it up. Uh, you had. Like wasn't what was was it wasn't the big sick was the big sick also like Amazon yeah, the big sick was Amazon Video yeah yeah it was Amazon Video you had um and here's the thing it's like the, the there's a thin line and that's what what bothers me when I was hearing all this stuff it's like there's a thin line between what gets picked up and what doesn't like people oh, are like oh no sure. it, it's it's you know it's because it's not cinematic enough okay so you're telling me Beats of No Nation was not cinematic enough but the Birth of a Nation got picked mm-hmm. up. And so it was going to be, right. it got into theaters, but if it hadn't Netflix was bidding for those too. Like to me, if it's like, if everybody's bidding on it, but Netflix gets it because they outbid everybody else, you shouldn't then be able to go. You're basically not just punishing people of color, but then you're punishing Netflix be basically going like, Oh, well you outbid us. So we're going to make sure you can't win any awards for this. It is, right. it is, it is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. And, um, it just bothers me. Uh, but it reminded me of this one uh, article I had for last week. I, I didn't um, didn't bring it up. Ever do a two angry male directors? Go ahead and sue me. Ever do yeah. a got a call uh, once from a friend. This friend, a man and fellow member of the Directors Guild of America, called to warn her that there had been some complaints. Other directors were upset that Duvernay had was uh, was recruiting only female directors for her show Queen Sugar, and that she was discriminating. To this, she resp- mm. she had one response. Thank you, friend. Thank you for that call. I invite you to tell whoever is feeling discriminated against me, uh, discriminated who's feeling discriminated against, to sue me so that I can sue every studio that has left a woman out. Because we can do this if you really want to do this. Which is, but it's such a it that that exchange and that that response 
pretty much sums up what's going on in America right now, where you have yeah. a group of privileged people who got who got lopsided treatment because they shut everybody else out. Now having to share the or or, or getting th- that those rules used against them, are you getting those tactics used against them? And now they're crime, bloody murder. Right. It is absurd. And yeah, I'm it's so, absurd. I, it, it, yeah. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired. Of it. <laughs> like it's because it's, it's across it's the exhausting. board. It's it's across the board. It's like you have male directors that want to sue because they don't really care. And I think this is the thing. Like um. For those who know, I'm currently suspended on Twitter right now, my main account, Insanity Report, because I responded to some bigot basically telling them that they were stupid, and that was considered abusive behavior by uh, Twitter and not the actual bigot being a bigot on Twitter. It's, it's truly fucking ridiculous how they do that shit. I didn't know you were suspended, man. What happened? Oh, no, no. So uh, let, me, let, me, let me read. I'm going to read you the entire scene. So I was dealing with the comics gate, gate dudes that I said I had blocked... Uh, most of them. Some of them are still around. And there was a whole big thing that was going down. And um, what happened was, I saw one of these guys, and he was, uh, he wasn't blocked for me, because he, he wasn't firing. Uh, they, they, smart enough to say they don't follow the diversity in comics, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, uh, he, re- he responded, he tried to tell me that, one, the diversity in comics is not a hate group, because he, he literally went to, um, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center website and then put in the dude's name and says, see, the Southern Poverty Law Center agrees with me. He's not a hate group, which I'm like, they don't put every individual racist into that. That's not how that. <laughs> Gosh, people are dumb. That's not. And I, so, so my response to him that got me, because what happened was, what, what, what happens is when you respond to them, they, they report you mm-hmm. for abuse and Twitter goes along with it. So my response to him was, a person being racist does not make them a hate group. I can't tell if you're playing stupid or in fact or are in fact this stupid. That wow, got that got re- suspended. That got reported. That and he said that he's not a bigot because he um, donates to black youth groups and LGBT groups. And I responded, "This is pathetic. This is pathetic." I uh, put in quotes. I donate to black youth groups. Okay, Bob. Those two tweets got reported to Twitter, and they got me suspended for seven days. Seven days. Seven days. Wow. So, but this is this is this is the this is where we're at right now, where white people are literally being allowed to be bigots, and when or anybody who is in a position of privilege, and when the person who is who they're using that privilege against responds, they get the person of privilege calls themselves the victim and they do things like they did with, or do any of the, uh, they, we might sue because we can't, uh, you're only hiring women directors for Queen Sugar, knowing that A, that person does not want to direct Queen Sugar. They don't. Right. The person who's threatened to sue does not. They do not care. There's not been an outcry of men going, oh, I wanted to, you know, Duvernay, she's, she's holding me back and I want to direct an episode of Queen Sugar, but I can't because she's only hiring. They're not doing any of that. But two, they did not have that same energy when only male directors, white male directors at that were being hired for certain projects. They don't care. We have entire seasons of shows that are directed by men and nobody gets sued. 
No, there was nobody. None of, none of this energy. Um, this dude here, where it's like Twitter's like we 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 don't like abuse, but like I looked, I started going through and looking at Twitter's abuse policy. It was like they're like, oh well, we don't also like uh, images of abuse and things like that. I'm like, so when these guys have avatars that are literally white nationalist symbols, you guys are supposed to kick them off of Twitter, but yeah. you don't. It's, yeah. The 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 worst is is people the people who then defend the races as a differencing of opinion or misunderstanding or not nice words. It's like no, that's not what's happening. If it was just not nice words, we'd all be okay. So that's been my new like thing. The, yeah, yeah, like that lawyer dude. I'm sure we'll talk about it. But oh yeah, yeah, well, just that that journalist who was defending him. Like, why are you defending this? Dude? Oh yeah. Oh, so uh, that's the thing I want to get to the journalist defending this. So if you guys don't know. The guy's name, like Aaron Sornberg or something. Let me see if I can find out on him. I'm going to play the, see if we can play the clip of him. For some reason, if you did not get um, his full racist, uh, his full, his full, full, full racism. Let's see if he can go full racist here. Uh, Being a good father is important to me. So being diagnosed with advanced (laughs) non-small cell lung cancer made me think of all the things that I wanted. Oh, God damn it. Sorry about this, guys. I had no, I, I didn't plan on playing this clip here, but um, I think it's important to, to, to we can get, because, you know, um, and it says, no, Aaron Schlossenberg would not be disbarred over his racist rant. He should be, though. He should, he should be. be. Should be. So this is a guy who went into, I think what it was, can't remember the restaurant he was in. He's in New York, and he started complaining because the workers there were speaking, not speaking English. I mean, sometimes they do. Yeah. Every person I listen to, he's spoken, he's spoken, she's speaking it. It's America. They, they, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're, he's he's very ignorant. He's very ignorant. He's very ignorant. And he shouldn't be allowed. Because I will be following up. And my guess is, they're not documented. So my next call is to ICE to have each one of them out of my country. If they have the balls to come here and live off of my money, I pay for their welfare, I pay for their ability to be here. The least they can do, the least they can do is welfare. Midtown Manhattan, and you're offended about hearing Spanish being spoken. No, exactly. The, the fuck is wrong with you? like, like I don't, I don't even like New York, and I, I'm, a, I'm upset that I have to defend New York here. But motherfucker, you cannot go to New York and expect not to hear Spanish being spoken. The fuck is wrong with you? Right. I mean, or any language that, in that matter. And Americans, I hate to hate to break it to people, but. America does not have a national language. We don't. No. We don't. English is not our national language. We don't have a national language, right? Um, but like, bruh, like the entire thing of the entitlement of white men in this country at this point is just, it's always been bad, but it's reached a new level where they believe that they can do this shit. This idea of you coming in here and you're upset because they're speaking to Spanish, not to him, but I guess to each other or behind the thing, right. they're speaking Spanish. Then he says, I'm betting they're not documented, so I'm going to call ICE on them. Which, by the way, thank you guys for that, for making ICE now the thing that people, these white people do now. they just going to call ICE anytime they see somebody who doesn't speak English. Or, or they think can't speak English. Because, again, you have no evidence that these people cannot speak English. He heard them speak another language right. and got upset. Um, and that somehow... Why, why, we roll it back, though. Why, why would that upset you? 
You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're someplace someone else is speaking a different language. Why does that then upset you? Oh well, because he um it it upset him because it it it, it it's his money that's paying for their welfare. Apparently, oh god, you know, and he pays for them. No, dude, you paid for a motherfucking sandwich. Eat your fucking sandwich and shut the yeah. fuck up. That's what you paid yeah. for. You paid for the fucking sandwich. All right. Like I, the, the, the audacity to sit there and think you get more than that for any of this is fucking bullshit. Like you paid for a goddamn sandwich. That's what you paid yeah, for. That's all you paid they, for. They, they, they're, it. they're working here and that's it. There's nothing else. Like, I don't understand what you, I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, so he, uh, he, he is, um, now being fought. Like, I don't know if you saw the, the, the video of, uh, there was a mariachi band and they had a Latin party yeah, outside of his apartment. Right. right. Um, apparently his office has said that he, he's no longer welcome back in there. I don't know if he has his own, his own law firm or whatnot. Um, Slade is saying he will he can't be, he can't be uh, disbarred for being racist, which I actually believe you should be allowed to be. You, you should be because I think that's like, I, somebody said before it's like oh you know losing this, this is where the whole you know having racist loser job is going too far. I don't believe so. This dude is a um, he's a lawyer, and part yeah. of the problem the systemic. I mean, this is part of he's part of the system, and if he's this racist. He's helping uphold with a systemic system of racism. So, yes, he got to fucking go. Like, yeah. I, I just. Yeah, go do something else. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be there. So, uh, this, I guess he's, is he a journalist? Uh, apparently yeah, so. Yeah, contributor writing to the Atlantic. Julie Loff, I guess that's her name. She says on Twitter, and I've seen this. It's not just her. I've seen a lot of people say this. Aaron, Sla- Time out, though. Because we talked about this before, after Charlottesville, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of these type of conversations too. And we were both like, "No, that's not how you handle it. Like, you don't try to see the other good side of these people." I'm. That's what's drained me this week. The and that's what makes me feel hopeless. What I'm about to read here, and the exchanges I've seen from other people, mostly white, who don't mm-hmm. seem to understand. That racism isn't just words. They're not just a difference of opinion. It is, quite frankly, violence. It is, quite frankly, having to fight and forcing people to fight to be recognized as people. It is, yeah. it is debilitating. It is, like, there, there are study, all kinds of studies now saying that depression is up, or, you know, mm-hmm. up, 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 up across the nation, things like that. It's because, yeah, we're 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 having to deal with this shit. I think I think I, I think I brought this up last week. It's like more people are addressing it. Yeah, but it's also that a lot of these racist people feel emboldened that they can go out here. There are way too many stories in a week. I've been suspended on Twitter for two days now, and so I thought that maybe I wouldn't see as much of this. No, mm-hmm. no, still seeing too many. Like there are so many fucking stories. Like this is not. There's another one where apparently uh, it was like happened not that far from me, like in Manassas, Virginia, where two men basically told somebody, told another man, I believe, might have been a Muslim man, to get out of the country. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. Yeah. Manassas men in pickup truck assault man, tell him to go back to his country. 
Two men are facing yeah. hate crime charges after police say they assaulted a man in Manassas on Monday. Manassas is not a bad place in Virginia either. Around 4.15 p.m. on May 15th. So I don't want people to think this is like some, some, some backwater place. Like Manassas is where you go where you can't like, uh, I work in Chantilly. Um, a lot of my coworkers, they, they actually live in Manassas because it's like, it's probably the closest they can get to work and not like have to pay like $700,000 for a house or, or for a, a condom. Well, 4.15 p.m., May 14th, officers responded to a call from a 35-year-old man who told police he had been driving uh, in the area of Ashton Avenue near Sudley Manor Drive when he was cut off by two men in a pickup truck. To be cut off, the men, the man said the driver and the passenger in the truck identified a Jimmy uh, Lynn Greer, 56, and Dustin David Greer, 25, of Manassas, stopped in front of the car and began yelling hateful rhetoric, which included, go back to your country, you don't belong here. Police said the victim of the incident was a Middle Eastern, of a Middle Eastern descent. The men told, uh, told police that the trucks, uh, the man told police the truck's passenger got out of the vehicle during the encounter, grabbed him, and then assaulted him. When the men were, uh, when the men attempted to drive, to attempt to drive away, uh, when the man attempted to drive away, the men in the pickup truck followed him onto Interstate 66. Police say the men pulled into Manassas Safety Rest Area Welcome Center where he was able to call 911. The Greer left the scene before the uh, officers arrived. In order to locate the Greer, uh, Greer, the man provided the police with a license plate number of the pickup truck. On Wednesday, police arrested Greer's at a hotel in Manassas without the incident. Police believe that Greer's targeted a man because of his nationality. Jim and Lynn Greer have been charged with assault and battery and, and a hate crime and reckless driving. Meanwhile, David, uh, Dustin David Greer had been charged with assault and battery and a hate crime. They are released from jail on $5,000 unsecured bond. Their first court appearance will be June 12th. Wow. This is one story. There's another story. I, I want to say, I can't remember if it was one or two stories about like a young boy was kidnapped by uh, white supremacists. With express mm-hmm. intent of killing him, and he was able to escape. Like, this shit's mm-hmm. happening all over the place. Let's go back. Yo, to- so early, uh, end of last year, end of 2017, I was I was outside the courthouse downtown Seattle with one of my uh, former coworkers, uh, a black woman. We were sitting there talking about this exact thing happening, and sort of these people feeling like they have some, a green light under this administration to just be openly racist. So as we're ha- no joke, Chris. As we're having a conversation, this dude in a, tr- in a like a work truck rolls by and yells "white power" at us out the window, and drives off. And we were both kind of stunned, like, "Wait, what?" Because we were just talking about it, and then it happened. And I was like, "Did he just say white power?" She was like, "Yeah." And that's Seattle, and at eleven o'clock in the morning, chilling outside the courthouse. These are the people that they say they have a different opinion. So going back to Julie, this is what she says. Aaron Schloss, Schlossberg uh, doesn't seem like a very nice person, but does that merit kicking him out, him, him in the streets, kicking him out of his workplace, having um, uh, work, workplace, having people try to revoke his legal license? Imagine this happening to someone you agree with and see how you feel. Okay. Can we break down what she says line by line? Yes. I think it's very important. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So what's the first line? Aaron Slosberg doesn't seem like a very nice person. Okay. We all know very not nice people, right? But that's not the same as yelling at complete strangers and telling them you're going to call ice on them and being openly racist in public with people you do not know. So, that goes beyond so, being not very nice. But see, this is, a tar- this, this is the first step of what... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all of our white listeners. I'm sorry. This is going to be a very... Uh, white people lost their mind episodes. So I'm sorry that we're going to do that today. But what y'all, y'all don't lost your fucking minds because this is the first thing white people do. 
the first thing white people do anytime that something like this comes up, they first try to redefine what the parameters are so it doesn't look like that bad. So instead of saying Aaron Slossenberg seems like a uh, seems like a very racist and bigoted person, she breaks it down to doesn't seem like a very nice person, which like you said is very, very different from being racist and bigoted. Yeah, that's I, not what we heard on the tape. I can be described as a very not not a very nice person. I can be to people right. that I don't know, and I can be standoffish. I can be rude. Mm-hmm. I can like, I can be that way. I can be a very ni- nice person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm not described as being racist because I didn't yeah. go into a I think it's called a Kitchen Fresh with the the, the restaurant and openly mm-hmm. and loudly complain about people behind the counter speaking another fucking language. And yeah, telling them to go back to assaulting people in public. Right. I didn't do that. Like, that's a very, very different thing. So right off the bat, she goes through by trying to belittle and downgrade what the actual problem is to make it seem like he's not that bad. Right. And that's the and that's the gaslighting that I know I can speak of as a black American um, that we go through all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff my dad talked about, which is like. And, it, and it's what it's what's infuri- infuriated me most about what's happening, what's happened pre uh, Trump's election, which is the dismissal of what these words actually mean and how damaging they are, as if they're just people saying things you don't agree with, right? How hateful it is, the mm-hmm. the, the the power in saying something like that to somebody, how damaging the stuff is. Yeah, they just dismiss all of it because they're never victims of it. So of course you can do that. Yeah, I had some similar thing happen. And and there's one, and again, I'm sorry to everybody who's friends with me on Facebook. I'm gonna start getting more and more rude to your Facebook friends when they, when especially the white ones who don't seem to fucking get it. So somebody had posted this article about uh, there was a, there was something about uh, some uh, I'm not a tourist of New York type type thing. Well, the New Yorker, or some 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 magazine did, and there was no black people in there. And the person was like, "Yo, this is exactly the kind of stuff we talk about with gentrification." And 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 police violence, things like that. Like they literally push uh, black people and black and brown people out of these areas, make them seem white. And this guy was like, "This is violence." So somebody responded to this and going, "Oh well, you know, I just don't agree that this violence." I think, and I'm like, "So this person listed out all of the problems that are with this, and you focus on the semantics of them calling something violence. Do you not see that that's part of the fucking problem right there?" That it's not about semantics. Like you're you're making this about the semantics, and it really shouldn't fucking matter. You know, it, it really isn't. It's not that's not the important piece here. And they couldn't get it. It's like, oh well, I'm not I'm not saying I'm, you know, against that. I'm just saying that, you know, the 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 it, it, it shouldn't shouldn't call it, let me see if I can find it. Here it is. I found the found so, so yeah. So it was like so the Washington magazine so the, the tweet had been the, and this is on Facebook, but the, they, somebody posted the images of the tweet. So the Washington mag- a magazine had a whole-ass ad campaign. It actually was Washington, D.C. Had a whole-ass ad campaign called I'm Not a Tourist, I Live Here, and it didn't include one black or Latino D.C. resident. Wow. And somebody quote tweeted and said, Urban colonizers take spaces by force, erase you politically and culturally, making it unbearable to do little things like renaming your neighborhoods, raising rent, uh, transforming it aesthetically and acting like you don't even exist, calling police on you, it's all violence. Right? Yes. It is. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it is. That's, that's literally what this is. It's violence because 
both literally it's violence because they use violent tactics to do that, but it's also violently to have your culture literally ripped away from you, even if it's not by quote unquote traditional violent means. So this person responded saying, I think when somebody deems changes, uh, changes, changing aesthetics to violence, it's really hard to take the rest of what they say seriously. Or if it's violence, I no longer take violence seriously. And I'm like, these are not changing aesthetics. Like, you already redefined what the problem is to make it seem like it's not that serious. Like, everything that yeah. person listened was here taking, sport, uh, taking spaces by force. That is violence. That's physical right there. Erasing you politically and culturally. That's not aesthetics. Making it unbearable to do the little things uh, like renaming your neighborhoods, raising mm-hmm. your rent, transforming it aesthetically. Like, aesthetics was only one piece of that. And they took mm-hmm. that one piece, acting like you don't exist, calling police on you, which is violence. We know this. It's all violence. I think somebody deeming changing aesthetics is violence. It's really, you took the one piece out of everything that was listed there, and you right. focus on that one piece because you don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It, that drove me. I, I, it, things like that, when I see on, on, on Facebook, I can't ignore. It drove me fucking crazy. Right. I'm like, how fucking dare you? And the person was like, oh, well, no, I'm just, I care about those. You, you, no, you don't. I just no, find you, it, don't. You, you don't. You didn't say anything. You didn't, you didn't dig deeper. You didn't respond to anything. You didn't do any of that stuff. You literally responded to the fact that, oh, well, it's, you know, uh, you know, like one point is like, I think a great deal of it is important, but the, the hyperbole of, of it helps no one, it, but a hyperbole uh, helps no one. It's, it's warranted to take issue with claiming space to being taken by force or that it's violent to change something's appearance. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not. Like, you don't give a shit. And I'd rather you just say you don't give a shit than try to make it seem like we're crazy for deeming something as being as bad as it is because you don't fucking live with it. And that's what the people do. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Um, so the second line, that's the we- first line. What's the second line? It's just the first line. I'm sorry, it's not even the first sentence. That's just it's up to the first yeah. comma. So after that, right. so she, so she, so she already uh, 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 downgraded what Aaron had done by calling him not a nice person, not not just a racism bigot, but not a nice person. But does that merit harassing him in the street, kicking him out of his workspace, having people and having people trying to revoke his legal license? All right, so before even getting into in each individual thing, I'm just going to answer and say yes. 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 Yeah. Why is it okay? He literally did everything that she says is what he did. He went to exactly. somebody else's job. He mm-hmm. harassed them, tried to get them kicked out of their workspace by calling ISIS on them, and literally tried to have them revoke their legal status to be citizens. Everything that she's claiming that people are trying to do to Aaron is what he did to these other people. Knowing that he's a person of position of power at that point and Mm -hmm. they aren't. So the answer to that question is yes, it is okay to do that. It is okay to reverse the, the, to, to, to turn the, the tables on the oppressor. It is okay to do that. I hate when I'm seeing people try to claim that, well, I'm just against it all. And I just think we should all just get together and just you know, talk it out and things like that. I'm like, that's not how that works. 
We are not at That's an equal. Not we're not at equal footing. If we were all on equal footing, we could do that. We're not at equal footing yeah. here. This man went in, harassed these people for no reason, and then literally on his phone tried to call ICE to report them. Right. Did you see the video uh, that went around of him doing this, a similar thing in 2016? Oh, no. Yeah, some other guy, he uh, tried to, the guy made a video about it in 2016 where this dude bumped him on the street and um, was like, Get, go back to your country. And the dude put out his phone and was recording him. Um, and it's the same dude, same kind of tactics. I, I know some, one of the activists, she, I can't remember her name, she said that he was, uh, he came out and was uh, uh, one of the counter protests against her speaking out at, at a school or something like that. Like, he is known for doing this stuff. Here, here's the thing I know racism gets people all crazy in the head, but think about it in these terms with what happened, right? If you have a very public facing job, much like he has, and you go out in public and you do something and you publicly harass somebody. Um, it might be hard for the people who rent space to you to continue to rent space to you because you made a very, a very public uh, uh, thing and you look terrible doing it. And it may be hard for you to continue to do your job because you did a very public thing. Um, and that's exactly what's happening. The fact that you, it's, it's sort of set on fire when you throw in all the racist stuff that's in there. But that's what happened in any job. Like If I went out and did something publicly and was loud and wrong about it, and my job was like, yo, we can't keep you here. I can understand that. Um, if if, yeah. if, if they're like, we can't rent this space to you, I can understand that. And then she ended, she ends this just this tweet with, imagine this happening to someone you agree with and see how you feel. Okay. Once again, once again, white people seem to have a problem understanding power structure. Right. Turning the table on a white man who uses their privilege to harass people who do not have that privilege is not the same thing of me this happening to uh let's say like let's say it's it's it, it, it it's Karen. You know, let's say right. Karen's out on the street and somehow she starts getting harassed and street harassed by a bunch of men. Like that's not the same thing here. Not the same right. thing. She's a woman being put in a position where she, she has no privilege and she is the victim in here. Aaron is not right. the victim here. This is no, not a con. He is like, not the victim. Like, like, the, the, the harassment she, he's getting wasn't even really, it wasn't people. It was, it was the media. The media was going media. around trying to get information from him because he did this. That's what was harassing him in the street. The media. Um, so that wasn't happening. Trying to get him kicked out of his workspace People just asked, was like, do you agree with what he's doing? That's not harassing. That's asking a legit question. And I'm sorry, anywhere you work, uh, they probably do have rules of behavior. He probably violated. And then trying yeah, to have his legal he, license. He, right. He created a, a hostile work environment for himself. And then trying That's to have his fault, but his own. Right. And then try to have his legal license re revoked. Yes, because I'm sorry. I'm one of the people that believes that racist people should not have a legal license because they're going to use the system to oppress more racism. Like, it's, it's literally creating more of the system. It's like, what the fuck? No. No, he should not. That teacher who was teaching, that racist teacher who was teaching that stuff in her classroom. Right. Who they found out had that podcast. Right. Yeah. So, so then an outlier, she goes, allow me to clarify. Aaron Slosberg is a vicious racist who deserves to be uh, plurred as such. 
Yeah, you're only saying it now because you got because yeah, people got on your neck. Also, right. real quick, the last thing she said, she she again boils it down to a disagreement, right? Of ideas, right? And right. that's not uh, that's not what's happening. Not what's happening. Not what's happening. You don't agree with. It's not about a disagreement. He didn't go in there and disagree with anything. No, he went no. there and verbally assaulted. Him. Yeah, if like there's there's like to 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 boil down racism and bigotry down to a dis- differing of opinion is like one of the. It, it is the most anti-intellectual thing white people are currently doing right now because mm-hmm. they are doing it across the board and it is driving me fucking crazy. Because to, right. to, 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 you're literally making people, whether it's black people, whether it's Latino ex people, Latino ex people, whether it's uh, gay and lesbian people, whether transgender people, you're literally making us have to defend our right to exist. Right. To people who honestly don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, and men, it's, it's funny, men do the same thing when yeah. it comes to sexual assault and women. Oh, absolutely. They have all these, all of these sort of like mental hurdles and gymnastics that they do instead of being like they'll boil sexual harassment down to just leers and looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't, look, I can't look at some titties at work. Well, no, no, you can't. But also, that's not what's happening. It's not it. It's not just women getting stared at. Mm-hmm. But because because some men don't have to deal with it, they can just boil it down to some guy flirted with you and asked you for your phone number. Like, yeah, no, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not what this movement's about. People are being harassed at work. Yep. Uh, so he goes, as a refugee from a... Tol- uh, so, now, <laughs> so now she makes herself the center of this. So as a refugee from a totalitarian go- uh, country and a student of his uh, 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 authoritarian hair... I find the mob unsettling, even if it's a mob whose motives I agree with. We're not a mob. What? It's what, what mob? mob? What mob? Oh, you mean you mean the group of you mean the group of black and brown people who decided we're not going to put up with this shit? That's the mob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like white people, you have and, lost and, your and, goddamn. And she throws minds. she throws in the refugee thing as if someone's going to walk up to her on the street and say, "Go back to your country." Yeah, that's not happening to you. Well, she th- she threw it out there to make herself the fucking victim. Yeah. To make herself oh, the, I'm a the, refugee. I, I understand your struggle. No, you don't. No, you don't. No one's no one's doing that to you. No one's telling you to go back to your country. No one's yelling at you for speaking another language. She then ends with the last tweet. So thank you, Mob, for proving my point. You had no fucking point. You <laughs> had fucking no point. idiot. You, you had, had no point. No point. Your point other than what, defending this racist. You're like this this and, and this is the thing. Because it's the same thing with men. And when I talk about racist. So when white people go, oh, you're just being right. No, no. I talk about the same thing with men because we do it. We've done it. I understand it. I, I understand it now because I've done it myself and now I realize I was wrong. We do this thing where you defend these people. You, you do the soft defense of bigotry, which is what this is. Right. It's soft defense. It's not like, oh, no, I agree that he's a racist. Oh, I agree that he's doing wrong. But like, never put a button there. First of all, never, mm-hmm. never say this person is racist, but just stop. Stop right there. You, you, you had it right there at the beginning. You put the butt in there and it just it, you shed over yourself. Um, you cannot go around trying to make yourself look like the victim or that. What, what happens is they say this up and they, they try to put themselves in the position of, of the person, the racist person, the person that committed the bigotry because they know that it could be them next because, yeah, you're a little bit racist. So like men, mm-hmm. we're a little bit sexist. All of us, even the best of us have that sexism in us. And we need to be able to catch ourselves. And so, yeah, when you see somebody losing their fucking job over this shit, maybe next time 
that'll make you think twice before you put that shit out there in, 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 in the public space. Maybe right. it should. Maybe it should make you think twice. But what happens is you guys don't want to think that way. You don't want to change your behavior. And so you see the person next to you get got, and you're like, oh, fuck. People are really losing right. their jobs over this shit. Yeah, you should. Yeah. And, and it's funny. It's really, it's really, it's really positioned like, he, like, like someone like himself had these ideas, and someone ran into his house, and they sort of exposed him for being a racist, and then people mobbed him. And when that's not what happened, he, he did this to himself. He put himself out there as a racist multiple times apparently mm-hmm. and finally people had enough right what, like I, here's, here's the one thing i always want to ask some of these white people like what should we do about racist people if this is if this isn't working then what do we do about it oh we should talk i don't to know them. another way to deal with it other than to call people out and get them out of these spaces for my own personal safety oh so how do we do how do we deal with them oh so so i know exactly what this answer is what they want is they want us to talk about it calmly and, 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 and teach these people this and, and not disrupt their lives. Like white people who say this shit, I think are worse than the actual racist. So all mm-hmm. you white people out there going, oh, I, I mean, just, I think that there's, uh, you know, I, I think that they're racist and they're wrong, but I just don't agree with the taxes on the other side to go against them. You're worse than the race. And this is why, because what you want is you want things to go back to normal. We're, and by normal, I mean, so you can go back to ignoring that this shit was happening. So you don't want, right. you don't want black activists out in the streets blocking the roadway because that makes you late for work and that was in your fucking face and now you got to fucking deal with it. You feel like the country is more divided than it ever. Like, you hear this from these people all the time saying, it just makes us more divided. Uh, divided. Uh, more divided than when, I don't know, black people were slaves. And you put uh, Native Americans and indigenous people of this country into reservations. More divided than that? More divided than Jim Crow laws? More divided than that? Really? It's more divided? Oh, what you mean is it's so divided that you can't ignore it anymore because the people that didn't have voices before or at least weren't allowed to express their voices are now being allowed to express it. That's where this is coming from. They're not, not being able to now ignore it and go about their lives pretend like it didn't happen. They're not allowed to be... You know, it's, it's like during the civil rights movement when uh, they, they could not ignore it because it was showing up on TV. It's one thing when right. you hear black people want to get rights. It's another thing when you start seeing them crossing a bridge and they're getting beat by police and getting gassed by police and getting dogs hit on, sicked on them on TV. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's horrible. I can't look away. Oh, man, that looks really right. bad. We got we to gotta do something about this because I want to go back to that part where I could ignore like this was happening. What white people don't understand is this shit was always happening. Always happening. Always happening. You Still just now happening. can't ignore it because black people now, for all the, the bad things about social media and the internet, we're not using that shit to make sure the shit gets out there. Like, mm-hmm. Aaron, like you said, Aaron's been doing this for, he's done it before. He's done it before. Yeah. It just didn't go before. viral. It didn't go viral. Yeah. You know? It just, yeah. there was, um, what, what I, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was say, what I want to tell white people is, look, man, if you're someone who's you're not a racist and you don't agree with racism, you can't be indifferent and you can't not call it what it is when you see it, because then you just allow it to keep happening over and over again. You can't defend these people when they're being openly racist. Like the first thing out of your mouth shouldn't be, well, why are we so hard on this person who's being racist? Um, let's not do that. 
Like if you if you're if you're with us and you're against it, then fight against it. And everyone has to be in the same fight. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're indifferent or you're, you're trying to see the better side of someone or or try to understand their, or what they're saying or or boiling it down to a difference of opinions, you're just aiding in the racism and you're allowing to continue to 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 grow by just by not stopping it out when you see it. So if you are white and you you are uh, an anti-racist, much like myself, just call it out and say what say it is what it is when you see it. I'll take it, step, it. I'll, that simple. I'll take it a step further. If you're white, you're uncomfortable with how people that have been oppressed react to to oppression and to oppressors means jack shit. Like you, yeah. you have you have no leg to stand on. I don't give a fuck if you are uncomfortable. Because a lot of white people try to put themselves in the center of this going, well, I'm uncomfortable with, hey, it doesn't fucking matter if you're uncomfortable. Your uncomfort right. means jack shit. Because you know when you were comfortable, we were still being oppressed. Right. You, you never got uncomfortable with the oppression. Isn't that weird? Isn't that funny? You were never that uncomfortable with the racism. You know? You were never that uncomfortable with police killing unarmed black people. Never really that uncomfortable. But the minute that black people start yelling back at police, the minute that uh, a white uh, black people start saying all police are bad, all of a sudden now you're uncomfortable. Weird. Right. Weird how that fucking works. It is really interesting. Really interesting. Got another one here. Um, I don't know who this guy is, but I saw he was getting again. I, I So I, I'm suspended on Twitter. I can't tweet, but I can see tweets. It's just a really weird oh, thing. Gotcha. It's really yeah. weird thing how it works. And I also do this through, I also have the MTR Network account. So I still see something on Twitter. So this guy, Josh Denny, and I don't really know him. Apparently he's a comedian. <laughs> and I he does this. something like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know his background. I don't know anything. So I had to jump in this. And it might have been because of the, the, uh, the shooting, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, and this, is the, this tweet. Oh, boy, this tweet. Like, just, mm, I just, mm. sometimes, guys, you should. Type your tweet out. Don't hit send. Read it back to yourself and realize it's stupid. Straight white male has become this century's (laughs) N-word. It's used to offend, diminish the recipient based on assumption and bias. No difference in usage. Motherfucker, I just, I, mm. Oh, yeah, we need to to go through this one because it's it's really funny. I'm, I'm actually glad I'm suspended on Twitter because I, this would have been it. If I if 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 if, 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 if I, I this would have been the tweet this would have been the tweet that set me off that would have gotten me permanently banned from Twitter if I did not be if I, like I think in a way I think my Twitter suspension is helping me because this this has been a trying week for some of this shit because yeah. first of all motherfucker you type out straight white males you don't say nigger you say n word because even you know at this point that the <laughs> n word is still worse yes. than straight white male what is yes. wrong with you yes. if you if you can't type the word out right mm. so okay so the first part of that is straight white male oh my god yes i have it here too uh, yeah, I, I got a good laugh out of that yesterday. Straight white male has become this century's N-word. Okay. So the N-word. That's, it's, a, it's a loaded word. Um, are we talking Negro? So I'm going to start asking people, when you said the yeah. N-word, are you talking about Negro? Or are you talking about nigger? You got to be more specific. Yeah. What, what, what N-word are you talking right. about? Right. So, yeah, I've never seen someone's house with, with straight white male go back to Europe 
spray painted on it. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen right. I've never seen uh death to all straight white males I've never written seen st- anywhere. Yeah. Um straight white straight white males only fountain drinking yeah. actually no we yeah. kinda had those. Those were those were white only fountains. So yeah. So, so enough, my grandfather enough. who I never met was killed by Klansmen in Florida when my dad was a kid. Uh, just for being black. So I've never seen a, imagine a bunch of black businessmen took a, a straight white male out on a boat and drowned him because he was a straight white man and nothing happened to him. Nothing happened to them. No one went to prison. No one went to jail. They just killed him. Hmm. That's not happening. Hmm. That, that, there's no historical context for what he's saying. It's, it's hilariously off base in a way, much like the previous tweet we read, to position himself as some sort of victim that he's not. You're not a victim. Straight white male is literally the cheat code of America. Straight white is. male is literally that is the cheat code. It is literally the 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 top of the privilege line. Like if you if this was like it, 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 if you were if you were laying things out like if this was like an RPG, like this would be like the this this is the, this is like oh no, you can't be straight white male. That's just that's just too easy. Like you playing like if you were playing like uh. Like when you when you're playing um like NBA uh NBA Live or something like that, you're playing some or two K two K eighteen or something like that, and somebody goes somebody goes to pick the 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 uh the Golden State Warriors, you're like, oh come on man, what the fuck? The fuck, man? Right. You can't cheat like that. That's straight white yeah. males are. You guys literally have all the fucking privilege. As a straight white male, if you're born a straight white male, you are literally giving a leg up. That is a historical, economical fact it's a societal fact that is it is is across the board we can show you the data that is the truth yeah i mean just read a history book no difference watch it turn on your television no difference in the usage yeah i swear to god there was if there was a device allows me to to if there was a device allows me to stab people through the internet i Ooh, my the, God. Listen, he's saying no difference in the usage using a word that he will not spell out. He, <laughs> like a word he won't even spell out. He's saying there's no difference in that usage. The word I won't use <laughs> versus phrase that it could be said on television a hundred times an hour and no one cares. Yeah. My point is when you call someone this in conversation, you know exactly what you're doing, attributed to devalue their point of view based on a negative cultural stereotype. That's racism. That is not what racism is. That is not racism. <laughs> Again, boiling racism down to a point of view. That, that's not racism. A point of view is I think Ben Roethlisberger isn't a Hall of Fame quarterback and you do. That's a point of view. It's not, <laughs> racism is not a point of view. Me saying Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist is also not your point of view. It's just a defining <laughs> it's a, it's fact, a fact, but you know. Um, here's what uh, dictionary.com says uh, uh, yeah. is, is racism, uh, what racism is. A belief or doctrine that inherent differences among the various human racial groups determine cultural and individual achievement, usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior and has the right to dominate others or that particular racial group is inferior to others. Yeah. That that's you see, not dictionary dot com tweeted at him? Yeah, yeah. Dictionary dot com basically was like that's not what racism is meant. That's, uh, that's not that's, <laughs> that's not, not it. Like when when um, the, when the when the when the people who define the words 
tell you that's not yeah. that's not how that works. But I know I know what's happening, and I I it's so if if you are a straight white man, sorry to be offensive, use not offensive term. If you're a straight white male, the world has centered you in everything, right? The world, the world, not just America. The yes. world has centered you in everything, right? You're you're the center of everything. Your ideas, uh, your viewpoints, your entertainment, your sports, uh, how the how the world looks. Um, I mean, most of the world is brown, but if you look at the world, it's very much centered in straight for straight white men mm-hmm. as like the top of this pyramid. And so I think what what the what this guy is saying is, and and since now other people have voices, right? LGBTQ people of color. Um, since we all have voices now, they want to chime in in situations where they don't have the correct information or don't have a correct viewpoint. So people saying, look, man, as a straight white dude, you don't really understand what's happening right now. And they're taking that as being offensive. And it's not. It's just it is what it is. Like you have a specific viewpoint where you've been centered in everything. So maybe you don't understand what it means, why something isn't as diverse as you think it is. You don't understand why something is homophobic. You don't understand why this is transphobic or Islamophobic. Or you don't understand why, why someone did something and it's completely racist. Because you don't, because that that's the lens in which you're seeing the world. As, and you know, as a black man, you, we, we have to see the world from other viewpoints. It's, you can't survive without having to like, see the world. Because we step into a world every day that doesn't appreciate us, involve us, engage with us. And we have to do the engagement, right? But as a straight white man, you never have to engage. Well, it, it, reminds, me, it reminds me of seeing all these people get upset about you know, the little bit of diversity and inclusion we get in comics and, and well, any of our entertainment. Right. And, and I'm like, for, I grew up on comics. I grew up, you know, yeah, there were some diverse characters, but compared to everything else, like most of my favorite characters were white. And it didn't bother me because yeah. it's like, I just had to, it's something I had to deal with. Like if I wanted to watch some of this stuff, if I wanted to deal with some, anything I want to consume, it was more likely going to be white male uh, heroes, white male protagonists, white male anything because those that were the default. The default were the default. And I can still like that stuff. I can still engage with it. I can still see myself and relate to those characters because, to be perfectly honest, I had to. Like, and that, I think that's the same right. thing with everything. That's the same thing with women. When the default is male, but they still can relate to male characters because, again, like, thinking about music and all this other stuff, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an unfortunate byproduct of, you know, being shut out of these things. You learn to deal with, you know, enjoying things across the spectrum. You know who didn't have to do that? White men. Straight white men always had models to look to. They always had everything sitting there for them. They never had to feel like, you know, they weren't represented. Now, the minute that they get a little feeling of that, they turn into the biggest fucking crybabies. Mm-hmm. And feel like, oh, well, no. So now my opinion's invalidated? Yes, because you don't have the qualifications to understand this shit because you didn't live it. It's like me jumping into a conversation about, uh, of women talking about women's issues. I don't have the qualifications to talk about that shit. I can talk about what I've yeah. seen and observed from other women. But mm-hmm. even then, it's, I should probably sit back and shut the fuck up. And I've had to learn that. It's what it is. Yeah. And, and, and again, as well, men, we've, we, everything's centered on us. And so we've yeah. had to learn to shut the fuck up when women are talking. Listen, I don't know what it's like to walk through certain sections of a city and feel unsafe. But I know enough to listen to women who tell me that and tell me that's a problem. 
I know I know that much. Like, hey, I, that's not my lived experience. But listen, if if all these women are saying that this is a problem, then it's probably a problem. One of my coworkers, he's white. I love him to death, man. He was he was like, look, man, me and my wife really want to be allies. Like, what should we do? And I was like, listen to people. <laughs> it's really that Period. simple. Yeah. Listen to people and, and help where you can help. And give suggestions. But listen first. First thing you do is listen. Listen, uh, it's listen, like being listen for in a, a long country. Time. Like I, if I need to know where something, how to do something, I listen to what people are telling me, or else I'm gonna be lost. Listen for like, a, listen, listen for a long, way longer than you talk. But what's yeah. happening right now is white people don't want to do that. They listen for they listen real quick and they go, okay, I got to figure it out. Like that, that fucking. And, and that's the thing. Yeah, and that's the difference, right? It's it's listening to understand and not listening to respond. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a difference. Like you're listening to understand what's happening, not listening to then give your response because you're not really listening. You just you just are trying to like how do I give the, the the right response and everything doesn't need a response everything doesn't need your opinion sometimes you just need to listen and be quiet like like Donald and, Glover's and, yeah Donald Glover's uh, uh this is America video was out for less right. than twenty four hours before uh, that 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 white lady put her her bland mayo version out like there's no way you listen and 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 and, and understood and unpacked everything that was in that Donald Glover video before you took it for your own and tried to make your own fucking video. There's no way you listened and learned and understood everything. To, you, you didn't do it. You already... You, thing. You, you, and you can't do a true parody if you don't understand what you're parodying. Which, so what are you doing? You're just putting out your own version of something because you think... And that's the problem with like sort of this content-driven place we're at now where people are just trying to create content and they don't care if they've misunderstood the art that they're trying to parody. Oh, yeah. They don't care oh, that's a whole, if, yeah. if they're going to write a think piece about something without fully understanding the episode. It's where we're at, and it's kind of sad at times. Because there are people who do give smart critiques, but it's just they're muddled in with these people who do these really quick sort of like responses to something just to get it out there and be the first. Like, I don't need to be the first. I'd rather much have a, a well-thought-out critique than be the first person to say something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and at least don't let it be trash. Like her video is trash. I couldn't even get ten minutes in, ten seconds into it. I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, I couldn't, couldn't do it, couldn't do it, couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, shit. Where did I? Oh, so my phone. I'm trying to figure out where I put the where, where I was from. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, the, you, you couldn't go three tweets without getting to a, uh, an MLK statement. <laughs> oh, say, say, MLK. I didn't see that part. I love oh, that. Oh, MLK yeah, is yeah. the go-to. People talk about MLK like he died in sleep, man. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> <laughs> saying, saying my label for you invalidates your opinion or your place in society is literally what Dr. King fought against. Now, no, Ber- it's not. Bernice King responded <laughs> to that shit. Like he got response from people like, <laughs> like basically like basically basically got the boy, if you don't shut the fuck up like <laughs> let me see right. if I can find out what a Bernice King actually said um re- responded to him cuz she responded to that tweet directly but just like that is not what that that is no that is that is definitely who do they not. think I want I really want to, uh, people to say who do they think MLK was and what do they think like they focused on I have a dream and nonviolent protest yes it, it, and it, they focused on that as if there was no violence during that time mm-hmm. the thing was they, they well they whitewashed like, like there they was like, violence for sure because my parents talk about race riots at their schools. And people getting their eyes plucked out with umbrellas and people getting beat up in the street. There was there was tons of violence. And this isn't like my grandparents. These are my parents telling me these stories. Well, you gotta think about it. Still, they yeah. still tell those stories. But you gotta think about it. White people white people think that uh you know uh slavery was just, you know, immigration. So at this point, 
you know. Uh, here's here, here's what Bernice King said, responded to that that little tweet. My father was working to eradicate the triple evils of racism, prejudice plus power equal oppression, uh, destruction of a race deemed inferior, poverty, materialism, and militarism. Pointing out the group that most commonly benefits from all three is not labeling truth before reconciliation, which is yeah. that's the problem. Like, yeah. straight white males benefit from all three of the evils of that form racism. And you don't get to sit there and say that labeling straight white males as, as the problem, let's be honest here, they are the problem here in this country. You don't get to say that without addressing the fact that it's historically true. Mm-hmm. Like, who was it that sat in a room and, and formed, you know, this country and who was left out? Well, women were left out. Black people were left out. Brown people were left out. The indigenous people of the country were left out. The only people right. in the room were straight white males. Right. Or at least men who were pretending to be straight or were trying right. to give off the attention because, again, you know, couldn't be. Buyers, uh, gay, if you wanted to back in the days, because you know that would have kicked you, you out of the room. You couldn't openly do that. You couldn't yeah, openly do that because exactly. that would kick you out of the room. So it's like that is that is what that is what that was. And so it's it continues on. We have to be better than that. Use our word and our mind and our hearts to win arguments, not by trying to dehumanize <laughs> the opposition to your beliefs, no matter who you are. Again, this is the part that drives me crazy with white people. Do you well, understand? Read that again. Because <laughs> I think people need to hear what he said. <laughs> that last part is so great. We have to be better than that. Use our words and our minds and our hearts to win arguments. Not by trying to dehumanize the opposition to your beliefs. No matter who you are. No matter who you are. Huh. Interesting. My belief is that I'm, I'm a real person and that yeah. I have every right to be here and, 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 and live here and, and have the same equal rights. The other side doesn't believe any of that. Those no. are the two sides. You don't get to sit there and stand in the middle and pretend like both of them are equally weighted and right. that they have... There, there's some that we need to sit down and have a conversation. I cannot have a conversation with somebody who doesn't believe that that I have to explain my existence to. Mm-hmm. Who believes I'm subhuman? You can't. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. Like. Like. Again, it goes back to the first tweet. The, 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 not this person. The, the Julie tweet where it's like you've already tried to redefine what the opposition is. The opposition. Huh does everything you say that we can't do back to them. They have dehumanized us. And here's the thing, calling them straight white males is not dehumanizing, it's literally stating what they are. They are straight white males. Mm -hmm. That is a definition that is not dehumanizing. Yeah, and when it's brought up in conversation, it's to point that you have a viewpoint that's very much hyper-focused because you've never had to see a viewpoint outside of your own. You've never had to. And no one's going to push you to. It's this, it's this crazy idea that, like, there's this big sweeping cloud of change that's coming. And if we're just nice to people, they'll change. 
and that cloud's never coming. It's never happening. It, it reminds me of this conversation that I had uh, real quick. So we we're talking about racism. So I'm reading this book, or I just finished this book called Loving Bravely, and it talked about, you know, right, you've dated, and so when you date, you you take a lot of good stuff, right? Oh, she loved dance, and she loved music, and she, she was really into uh, Santana, and I, I took that part of the relationship with me, and I brought it in, now it's part of my life, right? So it's, it's this good thing that I brought, it's part of who I am. But also, what we don't talk about is all the bad stuff, right? That, that it, you bring that along with you, too, to the next relationship. And we don't like to talk about that. And it reminded me so much of the way people talk about Dr. King. Mm-hmm. So it's Dr. King and, 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 and Malcolm and all these freedom fighters and all the civil rights movement people from the 1960s, right? You know, uh, who, people who died and shed blood. We bring all that with us to say, look how far we've progressed, right? But what also came with that are the people who cheered when MLK died. The people who, who, who yelled at Rosa Parks the people who threw stuff at people who were doing the boycott, the people who harassed people, the men who killed my grandfather, those people are there too. And we're not that far away from it. Like my, my parents were born during segregation. Not my grandparents, my parents. And I was born like 14 years after the Civil Rights Act, which is a shorter distance between now and 9-11. <laughs> and we both remember 9-11 like it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So when I was born, the Civil Rights Act felt like it happened yesterday to my parents. And those people have kids, and they've raised their kids the way my parents raised me, but they've raised them with that same hate, with that same distaste, and very much like the way my parents are still very much involved. My parents, my aunts and uncles are still very much involved in what's happening in society. These racist people are still very much involved in what happens in society. They haven't gone away. We bring all this good stuff about how we progressed and, and what we've done for, for civil rights, but these people are still very much in our communities. They're very much in the fabric of our nation. And we saw this with this past election. They're out here daily. And this idea that like being nice and being calm is somehow going to change how they feel isn't the way to go. Like you have to literally fight against this or else it's never going to go away. Ruby you got to Bri- fight it. Yeah. Ruby Bridges is still alive. Ruby Bridges is the right. first African-American child to attend an all white public school in America. Still alive. Still alive. She integrated the school, uh, white Southern elementary school, November 14th, 1960. She had to be escorted right. to class by her mother and U.S. Marshals due to violent right. mobs. She is those still people the violent alive. Mobs still around. Yes. The people who yelled at her and those violent mobs are probably still alive. And they probably have family and kids who they pass on. Some of that same, and, and, and prayerfully and hopefully, and I'm sure some of them have evolved and have changed. A lot of them who haven't, a lot of them who still believe some of that, or like, or, or, or who do pass the stuff and say things like it's a, it's a, a disagreement of ideas and, and we, we think differently and not, they don't see the violence in yelling at a young black girl just trying to go to school. They don't see that as violence. We are, we are not that far removed from this stuff as people make it seem like. It was a long time ago. No, it wasn't a long time ago. In, in relative it state, it was, and here's the thing, I know it's not a long time ago, because you know what? You guys are always remembering the fucking Alamo, but you can't remember this shit? <laughs> remember the Alamo! What the fuck? You can remember that? Exactly. You can remember World War One. you can remember World War Two. all of a sudden we get to the fucking Civil Rights Act, and the 60s all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, that was just a long time ago. I don't know why you're still talking about that. The fuck? Yeah, my, 
my great grandfather, who I spent plenty of time with when I was a kid, was a Tuskegee Airman. I, I, I spent time with him. Like, I have memories of hanging out with him when I was a kid. That's not that long. I'm not old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm older, obviously. Just, I'm not that old where it's like I'm, 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 deep, I'm digging deep in the archives of my life to find something. He lived through atrocities and talks about it. We have parents it's that drink. It's crazy. We, we have parents that drink from fucking white only fountains. Like, uh, just like. Listen. You can't. You, 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 you just. You, you, I don't think white people understand because you don't want to understand that what is just a. A, 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 a blip in history for you is literally the, the defining moments of some of our lives. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a, it defines who we are, and it was things that we had to live with and grow up with, and you never had to do this. So if you're a straight white male complaining about being a straight white male is now being so hard, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, what are you... Th- yeah. What are, in, in what universe is it even fucking close? Um... Yeah. <clears throat> This is what you said. Not, yeah. not close. Not even close. By the way, if you know me, you know I reflect. I don't know you, and I don't really fucking know you. You know I reflect on these things constantly. It's like literally a core, core of my podcast. Your podcast probably fucking sucks, then. I do think it's interesting that the statement itself has multiple, has multiple times drawn out the exact example I was making. Only in your own mind. Only in your own in your mind. Only in your own mind because you think... The response to the initial tweet is exactly the soundbite culture Kanye West was referring to. People choosing to ignore context to confirm their own biases is the problem with our society. Oh, fuck you. And to quote Kanye West, who has literally lost his fucking mind and is out of his what's mind. The con- what's the context then? What context, are, what context am I missing? Other than some ridiculous sort of example you try to use, what, what context are we really missing? The fact that people say you're a straight white man and you it's offensive to you because you don't like being told that maybe your experience or maybe your opinion doesn't matter in this situation because of what's happening. That's fine. If I'm not a mechanic and, and I try to give an opinion on how to fix a car and the mechanic tells me to shut up because I'm not a mechanic, I shouldn't be offended by that. I should be like, well, you're right. If you're a straight white male, you could be. <laughs> the incendiary, oh my god! The incendiary initial implication is exactly what it was intended. Attract people to the conversation. So that's the first. That's, that's the problem with you, white oh, people. God. That's the problem with you guys. You guys say something incendiary, and then you get mad that people come in hot and and ready to fight and don't want to have a conversation. Well, maybe motherfucker, instead of coming out there with a with a with a fucking stupid ass premise, maybe you should learn how to fucking talk to people in a way that when they come in, it actually breeds a discussion, not a fight. You came in here saying that straight white male is the same as the N-word. Motherfucker, you're not having a conversation when you say some shit like that. That's not what that is. Yeah. That's the, like yeah. The fact that you, you, you're taking from Kanye already shows me that just like Kanye, you're a fucking idiot. Yes, it draws people, it brings attention to it, but what kind of attention is it going to bring you? It's, not, it's bringing people already into fight because you started a fight. It's like me coming up to you, it's like me going up to Tim for the first time, punching him in the face, and when he gets ready to fight me, going, oh, no, no, dude, I just want to say hi. Yeah. I mean, that, was just, that was just my hello. I want to have a conversation. I was, try, I was trying to start a conversation. Trying to start a conversation. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's, you don't come well, in and here. punch people in the fucking mouth. And then get mad when they come in ready to punch you back and go, no, 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 dude. No, no, no. I just want to have a conversation. And here's something I need, I need, I need white people to know. When you're engaging in these conversations with people from marginalized groups, 
for you, this may be the first time you're having this conversation <laughs> and you can you can get in and get out of these conversations as you please, right? But for us, this may be like the 500th time I've had to have this conversation. So I might be a little more frustrated and a little less, a little short with you because I'm tired of having the same conversation about the kind of stuff. I don't think people realize that. Yeah, so someone might blow up on you because this is the, the, the 12th time this week they've had to talk to somebody about it. I had a woman tell me that we've swung, so, this is a quote from her, we swung so far progressive one way. It's hard to be a white woman in America these days. It's so hard. And that I didn't mm. understand it. <laughs> Thankfully, the young, my young friend next to me, who's white, looked up at her and said, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Very calmly. Was like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a real thing. Uh, but the lady was so confident in what she said. That's how she felt. She felt we're so progressive that it's hard for her. Again, and with similar things where she felt like she would go to, she told some story about being in some meeting and how they told her, you know, that what she was saying wasn't relevant. And she, she couldn't understand why they would say that to her. Like her ideas weren't welcome. I said, maybe you didn't understand what was happening. I don't think that's a crime. To be like, you don't know what's going on here. There's something culturally you're missing. And I, I, again, I'll take this out of the white people and, and racism thing and put it as myself as a man and even being as a straight black man here and dealing with when it comes to issues about becoming more aware of women's issues, black women issues, more aware of LGBTQ issues and things like that. What you have to realize is that congratulations on, on waking up and no longer being a shit muffin of a person. You do not get any more credit than that. Congratulations on being a good human being and finally being aware of what your fellow human being are going, beings are going through. And, that, and seeing beyond your own fucking nose and seeing the other things of people that you have privilege and the people that don't have your privilege are going through. Congratulations on seeing that. You do not get any more credit than that. But so many of these people want to. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. I finally, I finally get it now. Racism is bad. I'm on your side. But here's what I thought. No, no, no. Shut the fuck up. You don't get credit for that. Like you said, we've had these conversations for years now. Good on you for finally joining the fucking fight. You don't get to go right into the fucking tent to deal with the fucking you know, the, the generals pick up a fucking sword and go on the fucking front lines and go fight your own fuck, fucking people. You need to go start like what I always find interesting about these people that do things like this, like what Josh Denny did here is mm-hmm. he doesn't go in he doesn't go and directly attack people like Richard Spencer or, or any of the, or David Duke or any of these racist white people. Right. It's always this weird thing that somehow ends up going right back at the, the, the most oppressed people. So even mm-hmm. right here in the, when you read his tweets, he's not really talking about, the alt-right or people the races he's not talking about them he's talking about everybody who's combating the racists why right. is that the who target of, of why is that your target audience why yeah. are you talking to yeah. us you're talking to the people who are saying this this analogy you made is completely off base this is a, this is a dumb thing to say and if you're well-meaning and you mean well well, oh, that was kind of dumb. Let me let me try to learn and be better. Instead, you double down on it, which tells me you don't really care. You just want to you want it to happen in your terms. You want to be this weird racial messiah who brings people together through peace and love, and not the reality, which is there's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight on some level from some people, 
It may not be you, but this idea that there isn't going to be a fight, that it's going to be peace and love and people coming together and just sharing their different ideas and, and, and love winning overall. Now, this, that ain't it, bro. That's not it. All the comments that's part of the pie. Loving people is part of it, but that's not that's not going to win the fight. All the comments are actually like, proven. Yeah, it, go ahead. I'm saying it's like it's like thoughts and prayers after school. No, no, it is. No, this is a, no. This this is a thoughts. <laughs> it works the same way. This is the thoughts and prayers. This is the thoughts and prayers of of, of racism. Uh, all the yeah. comments are actually proving my point. Your belief is invalid because X, Y, and Z that aren't part of this discussion. This is what per, per, perpetuates divisiveness. No, fuck you. No, it is not. What, no, it doesn't. What perpetuates divisiveness <laughs> is straight white males and 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 people of privilege not understanding their own privilege and not confronting and 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 dealing with the, and deconstructing their own privilege. That is what per- perpetuates divisiveness. You do not mm-hmm. get to go to basically what I'm beyond. Like when I, when I want to start doing with people like this, is they're going, oh, so what you're saying is that um, instead of having the Boston Tea Party, uh, the the American rebels should have just sat down with uh with England and hash out their problem and hugged it out. Right. That's what you're saying. You're, what you're saying is name any kind of civil war. Or any kind of revolution, and what you're saying is the rebels. Like, so let's let's go let's go to entertainment. What you're saying is the the in Star Wars, the rebels should have sat down with 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 Darth Vader and the Emperor and try to hash out their differences. And while Vader might and the Emperor might have killed them and slaughtered planets, they still should have turned the other cheek and tried to deal with it with love. Right. That is what you're saying. You're saying that the rebels are uh, trying to fight for survival and their taxes they use to fight for survival were spreading more divisiveness than what the empire was doing. Do you hear is, how stupid listen, you sound? That's the thing. As someone <clears throat> much like yourself who, who's, who watches a bunch of films, people eat this stuff up. Star Wars, um, uh, Star Trek, Hunger Games but yet do not understand it in the real world. Like, how do you watch the Hunger Games and love that story and then not understand what's happening in these countries? You love, you love Katniss. He's, he's such a warrior. But Katniss didn't sit around and, and talk to people about what was happening in the district. They went to war. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's this idea that you, you, can, you, can, you can digest it in your entertainment and love it and, and wear these T-shirts and, and talk about your favorite characters but not understand it happening in the real world. Well, it's funny you mentioned... It's so dumb to me. It's funny you mentioned Hunger Games. I'm, I'm convinced, after seeing the Hunger Games movies, that most people did not understand the, the point of the Hunger Games. The point of the Hunger Games is Katniss is not the fucking hero there. Katniss is no, not why the, no. re- the revolution worked. Katniss is not why the, 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 the president got overthrown. She got used by the rebels because they understood what needed to be done, and she didn't. She got she did used by that. them to do that. The people that actually yep. did the fucking work were behind the fucking scenes. She was just, right. she was just their person. She was just their hero they put in front because they needed, they, they needed, they needed somebody to latch on to. They need a symbol. They needed a symbol. She was the mockingjay. She was, yeah, she was the symbol. She was not the one. She was not the military genius. She was not the political genius that got the shit cracking. You know, they used her, and you know what? They used some fucked up tactics sometimes to do that. But you know what? It fucking worked. Right, but. Like it, 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 it reminds it, it never. I love, I love Battlestar Galactica, right? And it never it reminds yeah, me of that time. Yo, it reminds me of like I think it was the second season where they the 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 Cylons had captured them all and they were living on like 
I don't know if it was New Caprica or something like that. They were living there, and they and they they had to start uh, the humans had to start a rebellion, and mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, the 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 CEO, oh, what was it? Oh, I forget his name. Um, not guy. It was the other guy. I know. Uh, I know. Ty, you're talking Colonel Todd. Yeah. Colonel Todd was literally having running the running the resistance. And I remember one time because the silence had had them um had had started recruiting humans to be like their little police force. He had, mm-hmm. he, had, yeah. he had he had sent somebody he sent somebody in undercover to join their uh their graduation and he had them detonate a suicide bomb. And people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he did that." It was like it's fucking war. We had to. Like they are literally we, yeah. this this it was their best way to get some of their leadership. Um those those humans have been traitors. We had to do this. This is war. This is the only way. And you know what? They had to fucking do that shit. You do not get to criticize the resistance for what they are doing when they're fighting against their oppressors. You do not get to do that. Because what you're, you, what you're saying is you don't think what the oppressors are doing is that fucking bad. Right. And you don't get to criticize people who are fighting for their lives. Yes. And, and it's not her, it's not her, people are literally fighting for their lives. We're seeing right now, one, every day, the one thing that's been great, great about not having Twitter and not being on Twitter as much is I, I don't see as much news in, with Trump, but I've seen enough. Like, he's, he's going against the, the, he's trying to downgrade Planned Parenthood funding. And, and everybody's like, oh, that's a disaster. It's a fucking disaster if he does that. He gets rid of Planned Parenthood funding and lowers the funding for them. It's a fucking disaster. Like, mm-hmm. people are literally fighting for their lives right now. So here goes the last thing. We will only eliminate racism, bigotry, and discrimination when we stop thinking about a people discussing society in those terms. Saying this person can't think on this. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, Saying this person can't think on the, uh, think this because they're this is why we are a nation divided. Merely switching power dynamics isn't the cure. That's not it. You're right. You know what? what? Did he, where did he learn his racism from? Was it like a school schoolhouse rock video? Like he's got like this very bizarre take on racism. It, it's clear to me that he's not aware of how racism affects people. It reminded me like we had a racism training one time, and we were sort of deconstructing things. And every person of color in the room clearly understood what was happening, and no one else did. And it was clear to me that like, oh, you guys in your day to day don't have to think about this kind of stuff. No, it was like watching these light bulbs come out of people's head, and I was like, and I told basic stories about racist shit that happened to me since I was fourteen, and this lady cried in our small group. She bawled. And I was like, "Yo, this is what I'm talking about." Wasn't even crazy. She couldn't even take it. It was too much for her. Me telling a story was too much for her. I'm like, people live this daily. But yeah, go ahead. This dude's tweet is reminding me of that. Like, you really haven't thought about racism in a way because you think it's it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple to solve. I wish someone, I wish Dr. King had thought of that. Wow. This guy was born during the wrong time. He could have fixed the world. You're right. Switching power dynamics is not the cure. But that's not what, that's not what anybody's asking for. No you, one's like, asking for Like, that. again, I love how white people jump automatically to them being the victims. You think that by calling you a straight white male and pointing this out and saying that you do not have an, you do not, you, you cannot speak, you know, in the Mbaku, you, you do not speak, that somehow that means we've switched the power dynamic. No, it means that you do not have the education and the, and, 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 and the experience to speak on these issues. 
clearly by this Twitter thread you just did. That's all yeah. that means. And it's also pointing out, <laughs> it's, and it's not, it's not switching the power dynamics to point out that white, straight white males have literally created the system that we are in that is full of racism and discrimination, and that the racism and discrimination of the system benefits straight white males. That is not switching the power dynamic, you fucking moron. And it's not an opinion either. It's a fact. And also, this tells me he understands how the power dynamic works. You understand, so you tell me you understand what's happening. You're more afraid of white, straight white males losing the power dynamic than they have. That's what it is. This is a Twitter thread that was a roundabout way of saying, I am a straight white male and I am afraid of losing the power structure. Because nothing he says, because anybody who says this never give, never explains how it's supposed to work. They never explain how it's supposed to work that we hear each other out on the other side and we fix it. Because you can, I, I haven't yet to see uh, an example of sitting down with a racist or a bigot or a homophobe or a transphobe and somehow they, um, they're, they, they're, they're no longer, they're, they're better. I've never seen that happen. Yeah. Never. Never, no. never seen it. You know, we have those videos of with Vice is that thing where that I can't remember the, the the black guy's name. He went around and yeah. interviewed the racist people I, and sat down hate, with him. Hate that neighbor thing. That yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. He um, yeah, he, those people were still racist. They were still neo Nazis. Yeah. They never stopped being neo Nazis. They got a profile on television. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, they got a, they got a higher profile, and that was it. Like, if if, if, if like I, I'm just trying to figure out like. You know, this is this is what's causing the problem. Then why did white people vote for Trump? Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand. Like why why is it that you guys are always coming back towards black and brown people that's fixing some shit when you guys are the fucking problem? Like this is the shit. Like mm, it's just it's, we we don't have the power to fix it. We have the power to show you what's happening, not to fix it. But you don't. Even, they, but they don't even want to use that power. They don't even want to use because no. we can't use the power to say. Oh, this is why this has happened because white males did this X, Y, and Z. They don't even want that. They don't even want that. They, they, that to them is too much. That to them is still mm-hmm. too much. Still too much. To point out that this is the problem and you guys throw hissy fix like this. Oh, we should just all come together and hear, hear both sides out. What on the, I would love for you to tell me what on the other side is a valid point. What is a valid point on that side? And what, and what have they said that makes you think they're willing to listen to what I have to say? What about them makes you feel like we can sit down and have a discussion and, 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 talk, and talk about what's happening? Because, again, that's boiling it down to a difference of opinion, and that's not what it is. If this dude's not a conservative, I guarantee you he's one of those um, Democratic Socialists, dude. And this is why I don't fuck with right. white Democratic Socialists. Because they believe—I right. know, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say, well, well, people on that side, they're probably suffering from an economic— uh, Anxiety and, and, anxiety and they're not getting paid and things like that, which is bullshit because the Aaron Slauson dude, he's a, he's a lawyer, I'm assuming, probably makes good money. Uh, the woman who called yeah. the police on, on those people grilling out there, she was like, she has a PhD. Like, th- this idea that racist, like, you know, white people on the left, these, these liberal white people, these leftist white people, these, 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 these socialist white people, seem to have this belief that the white people on the other side that have these issues are poor white people and that it's yeah. all about economics and if we can show that it's all about and we can all come together when it's like for a lot of them it's not 
It's not it's, it. It's not. It's not about that at all. Because a lot of them can still have money and show fine. Um, they just don't like they 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 they, they like their bigotry, and you're letting mm-hmm. them get away with it because you don't want to address it. Because you want to find, we just got to find common ground. I cannot find common ground with somebody who does not rec- who, who doesn't want me to exist. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's it's, okay. it's like what what do we? Why? Why? Because as soon as they get what they want, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna go back to not fucking with me. The scorpion and the frog. They, right. Like white people, <laughs> right. white people literally, white people will literally <laughs> ride on the backs of black people, and we'll be like, "Look, just, all you gotta do is don't fuck me over." And white people, oh, fine, no problem. We get halfway there, they fuck us over. Now we're both going down. Well, what can you say? I'm white. Right. The scorpion, the uh, yo. The, 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 the parable of the scorpion and the frog is literally white people in America. White people are the scorpion. Sorry. Call that racist if you want, but like, I have facts to back me up. I, I, have, I, have, histori- I have history. It's just fucking ridiculous, you know? <sighs> I saw another thing. Uh, wow. so, moving on, yeah. Last, last thing, uh, two more things, and then we're going to do a... a Great moment by probably We're gonna call this a call this an easy day because I, I I'm hungry and uh-huh. I'm getting I'm getting more I'm getting more upset the more I think about this. It's just fucking driving me crazy. Um we had we we had a two for yesterday where we had two, two, not one, but two school shootings, cause we're America and you know what you know, if if there's gonna be some kind of way um that we outdo a school shooting, we do two. One where um ten people died, I can't remember how I don't know how many people died in the one uh, that was the one in Texas. I I think Two died in, in Georgia at a graduation service. I don't know how many people died in the Georgia one. And that's how bad it's gotten that now when school shootings mm. happen, I just don't care anymore. I'm just like, oh, so we're here now. This is what we're... We've gotten to the part where it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I told people when yeah. they were getting excited about Parkland, the Parkland I, I, I'm I'm proud of the Parkland kids. I, I think that's great. I told people I, I wasn't feeling it because I'm like, Nothing's gonna change, and well, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Oh yeah. no, something actually actually has changed. Um, and the thing that has changed is 2018 has been deadlier for school children than service members. That's wild. The school shooting near Houston on Friday bolstered a stunning statistic: more people have been killed at schools this year than have been killed while serving in the military. Initial estimates put the number killed in Santa Fe High School at 8. Death toll has since then risen to 10. We can compare that to figures for the military compiled from Defense, uh, Defense Department news releases, including both combat and non-combat deaths. Combat and non-combat deaths. Even excluding wow. non, non-students who died in school shootings, for example, teachers, the total still exceeds military casualties. Wow, that's, that's scary. You know what's sad is like even when you know <clears throat> when the shooting happened and we were talking about it, people aren't even phased anymore. They're just like, oh, how many people died? Oh, <laughs> like that was kind of the conversation in the office yesterday. No one even was like, oh my god, what's happening? They found a kid here at a local high school here. Um, with they, they he smelled weed, so they checked his backpack and he had a loaded gun in his backpack. Mm. A loaded gun. It's it's wild, man. It's yeah. safer for your kids to go into combat and non-combat because one of them was a well, the helicopter crash. And, and here's the thing: because I think we 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 the number of combat deaths isn't like in in 
in 2017, I think it was under 40. Right. Under 40. Um, we had, this is just school shootings. We had 50 people die in Las Vegas. Right. 50. More people die in mass shootings. Way more people die. Way more people died in one mass shooting in, 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 in um, 2017 in, in America than the total number of servicemen and women that have died in combat or non-combat deaths. Combat or non-combat. That is, I saw that yesterday. That is a crazy statistic. I didn't even know was the thing, but makes sense because we don't care. Well, there are, there are, there are some of us who do care, but the people making decisions don't care. They don't care enough to, to change it. That's okay for them. Eight, eight kids, eight innocent children getting their lives snuffed out early is is less important than the right for them to own a bunch of guns. That's and, where we're at. And 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 again, for for some of these 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 uh these deaths for for military, like one of them was a helicopter crash in California. No, okay. One of them was an Air National Guard crash. I can't remember where that was, but I believe that was probably, you know, uh, domestic as well. And then one was a helicopter crash in western Iraq. Some of these were crashes. These were accidents. Right. Versus your kid going to school and being shot. Yeah. Um, thankfully, uh, some people in Texas have, you know, you know, they believe that there are some, some important things to do to stop this. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick says, there are too many entrances and exits to schools, and that is why school sh- shootings are able to happen. Had there been oh one God. single entrance possibly for every student, maybe he would have been stopped. It's going to mean more people dead because less people can get out. First of all, motherfuckers, it's, it's, it's a fucking fire hydrant, you, you ignorant. <laughs> you ignorant hazard. son of a bitch. You fucking moron. It's a goddamn fire hazard. What are you talking about? What are you? Are you out of your fucking mind? What? Are you? Are you? Oh wait, there, there's actually. Oh, there, there's actually. There's a video for this. Hold on, I gotta play this. I gotta. Oh, I gotta, oh, yeah. I, 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 got, I, I gotta hear this. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hear it. He's trying hard. He's trying hard in the video to explain, man. It's pretty good. Schools moving forward and retrofitting schools that are already built. And what I mean by that is, there are too many entrances and too many exits to our over 8,000 campuses in Texas. Over 8,000 campuses. There aren't enough people to put a guard at every entrance and exit. You would be talking 25, 30, 40,000 people. But if we can protect a large office building or a courthouse or any major facility, maybe we need to look at limiting the entrance and the exits into our schools so that we can have law enforcement looking at the people who come in one or two entrances. Schools may have to have their start day. Not all students show up at once so that we don't have every student, there are 1,400 students at this school, trying to get in the door at once. We're going to have to be creative. We're going to have to think out of the box. (laughs) Oh, God, what an idiot. That was dumber (laughs) than I thought. Like, that was yeah. dumber than I thought he would. Are you fucking out of your... You want to get... What? Oh. We got to be better about having a bunch of entrances at schools, because that's the problem. I, I, I got nothing, man. I... You, you can't be... Uh, it, that yeah. can't be, like... 
when I first saw the 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 the, the someone had captioned the video, and I was like, he didn't really say all that. Then you watch the video, and you're like, yeah, it's worse than I thought. It's worse than I thought. So he, he's saying he's saying he's emphasizing eight thousand in the number of of doors as if that's the problem. When you only need one person with one gun, that's all you really need. That's all you need. You don't need it's, it, it, eight thousand campuses, okay? Well, then since you have eight thousand campuses, you should probably do something about the gun problems in our country, or you're going to have more of these incidents. <laughs> Less doors. <laughs> less doors. Not less guns. Not we less need, guns. We need less doors. I wonder how many how many I wonder how many door deaths we have a year in this country. Well, I mean doors doors just killing people. I mean it just I, I got I, I I can't I can't believe we're this fucking stupid. I I just I I'm I'm at a loss, man. I'm at a real fucking I, I, loss. I, I don't think he's that stupid. I think he's down in Texas trying to trying to not piss off his base. Because any logical right, person right, looks at that right. and says, it's a gun problem. But if you've got people who got to vote for you, you've got people that are in your circle, you've got to say some dumb shit to not piss them off. So you just get on TV and you, you mutter out something, in some incoherent nonsense about doors and live to see another day. We are fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. John, John and I just did a Hell No Cupid. You guys get another Hell No Cupid? I know it was a month. That was crazy, right? I, literally a month later, we get another Hell No Cupid. Uh, we had somebody emailed us in. Because um, he, he, uh, John writes a blog, you know, Confessions of an ex, uh, Crazy Ex-Boyfriend. He kind of tries to write about lessons he's learned to basically so that people don't go through the same things he's gone through with being a crazy ex-boyfriend, right? So somebody mm-hmm. wrote him in, and we, 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 had, we talk about this letter that somebody wrote into him. And uh, I told John, I was like, when I first read, it, I was like, "Yo, I hope you reach this this person because this is the beginning of a school shooter. Mm-hmm. Because it, or or is talking crazy ex boyfriend because he doesn't like. Once again, there's another, there's another, this current shooting, this Texas shooting, another young man who, you know, had issues with women, um, shot. I guess his ex was one of the women that was one of the people that were shot, students that were shot. Um, we don't address." men and how to handle their emotions no nope. the other thing too that, that's going to be interesting with this this latest shooting is i think he used a 38 and he used a shotgun both are weapons that are not uh, this, this is the first school shooting we've had in a while where it didn't involve like an assault rifle an ar-15 or something mm-hmm. like that and so it's going to be interesting seeing how uh what the gun debate is over that because it's a shotgun which is a very common weapon and also a 38 which is probably that's another very common weapon so it's like mm, how do you stop that now because he took his father's it was his father's guns i also say that his this kid also had apparently he wore born to kill shirt he had on a trench coat in this basically the summertime in texas it was hot and uh, apparently has played around with nazi stuff before Oh, people just playing cute and loose with the Nazi stuff. Here's the thing, guys. That Nazi shit is not ironic. It's not cute. You play around with that shit, I'm going to call you a fucking Nazi because, well, history shows you're a fucking Nazi. Or you have some kind of other issue with diversity, inclusion, and just people being different than being a straight white male. Yeah. 
this shit has to be stopped. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. At some point, yeah. we need to have these conversations because it's just getting to the. It's getting. It's getting. It's getting too fuck. It's getting out of fucking hand, and I'm. I'm tired of. I'm just tired of it, yo. It's like it's gotten to the point where, like I said, there were two school shootings yesterday, uh, and I, I, I didn't care. I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. blink. I didn't watch the news. I didn't care. I shrugged and was like, "Oh, another one." That's how bad it's gotten. Oh, another. Yeah. One. It's another one. Yep. Yeah, I I just what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? What 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 what's the what's the plan? And I'm I'm I don't want to hear anymore. Like I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want. I'm, I'm tired of seeing him. Tired of seeing the lip service that 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 um politicians are gonna give. I'm tired of seeing people come in there like the don't bring the Parkland kids on now. Don't do this. Don't bring yeah, them. Don't on. do that. Don't do that because like you're gonna bring them on. Talk to them about the. Have their have these kids talking about this shit and nothing's gonna happen. So don't yeah. don't bring them on. Don't don't ask them what they think. Don't do that. Don't do that to them. We're adults here. We should be able to fix this fucking problem. We don't want to. Just admit that. But anyway, all right. Why is it up? There we go. Now, technically, it's great moment of white privilege time. And technically, this episode has actually been one big what great moment of white privilege because, holy shit, white people don't understand it. But I decided we end on a on a. On a I was gonna say a lighter lighter note, but it, it technically is a shittier note. Oh no! <clears throat> Woman furiously shits on floor of ten points <laughs> and throws it at employees. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. That is definitely a great moment. Did you actually see the video of her shit? I did see the video. She, I did see the, it. The video literally cast this woman shitting on the floor. A woman in Canada was incensed about something in Tim Horton's employees did or didn't do that she dropped her pants and took a dump on the floor, threw it, grabbed some napkins to wipe her ass, threw those two, and left. This is... Wow. This is a white woman taking out... I want to speak to the manager to new fucking levels. Yeah. She really did. That. That's, I couldn't even imagine doing that. It's like, remember that jogger lady who was pooping everywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same well, kind of uh, thing. This is like the second time we've had somebody, third time, third time we've had white people pooping because it was like the last week or the week before last, we had the, uh, super, the, the school attendant, superintendent who had gone, was shitting on the track at, at the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like mm-hmm. I don't understand white people and shitting in public like this. She literally goes, "Oh my god, wow!" Like she goes up to the there's like a divider between right. the where people are sitting. She went, she she squatted against the wall. She you see the shit literally drop down the floor. Yeah, she uh. picks it, she picks it up with her hands. She throws it at the employees who by the time. By the time she started sitting on the floor, they were smart enough to, to move, threw it at them, went over, got some napkins, threw it at them, wiped her ass with the napkins, then threw the napkins at them, too. So the audacity and the entitlement to do this, um. 
Let's see. Uh, according to Asbury Fort uh, News, this all went down Monday around 6 15 p.m. Police arrested a woman in the parking lot and are still determining charges. Still determining charges. <laughs> like, how do you. Uh, like... Assault, I guess. Tim Horton says, released a statement via CBC.com. In limited cases across the country, restaurants have a restricted access policy for restrooms to ensure well being of our guests. Uh, our current understanding is that team members use their discretion in this case. Does not ask it to the guests based on past behavior and a concern for the immediate safety of team members and guests in the restaurant. So apparently she went in there to shit. They said no. And so she shit on their floor and threw it at them instead. So. Oh, well. Uh, what's amazing about this is, again, again, Taylor to Tuesday, and I know this is two, like, country, two different countries because this is Canada and it's America. Uh, two black men walked into a Starbucks I think they asked to use the bathroom. I can't remember if they asked to use the bathroom or not. They're sitting there waiting. Uh, they asked to use the bathroom. They said they couldn't use the bathroom unless they sat there or thing like that. I know they were sitting there. They said they had to go unless they were customers. They were they were they were ordering something. Had the police called on were arrested and taken out. This woman was denied access. Defecates on the floor. Defecates on the floor. And the only reason why they they arrested her is because they caught her in the park. Apparently she used, she. This 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 is the audacity of whiteness and, and the great moments of white privilege. She shit in in public on the floor and flung flung it at the, the flung it at people, and she stayed around to admire her work and waited for the cops to show up. The audacity wow. to do such a thing. Um, wow. I hope they like they're saying they're trying to figure out the charges. Like first of all, uh, human feces are fucking like beyond this just being disgusting it's literally disgusting it is literally a biohazard so i hope they throw the book at her whatever they can because she literally committed like germ warfare like this is chemical warfare here like they needed biological warfare they they needed something like she threw shit at them second um you can never go to this restaurant you can never go to this, this coffee shop again you can't like how do you clean everything that makes like you got to get rid of everything you got to literally redo that entire kitchen area mm-hmm. because shit got thrown. She literally thrown. Literally thrown. Like, it's over with. It's done. It's over. Done with. Cannot, cannot go there ever again. Oh, my God. It, it has been a wow. taxing. It has been a taxing week, folks. Folks. It's been one of those weeks, man. It's, Sorry you got suspended for a week. I'm actually glad I did because with all this shit going on, I boy, yeah. I downloaded, I, I watched the movies, downloaded, da- downloaded a video game, started playing, been reading some comic books. I have been actually trying to disconnect as much as possible. Watch the season finale of Agent of Shield. Cannot wait to talk to Deep Home about that tomorrow. Yeah, I haven't watched it. it. It was on last night. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna yeah, watch it today. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch that. Show. I heard it was good. That was great. Great. Uh, I love that they're coming back for uh, uh, season season six. Uh, gotta wait until 2019 for that though. So mm. yeah, I saw that 2019. Right. I mean, at least it's coming back. Yeah, at least it's coming back. That's all I really care about. So yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's oof, just I'm actually kind of glad. I'm glad I got the glad I got the break, yo. Glad I got the break. So. Wait, real quick before you go. Do you see that story about that high school kid who was pretending to be uh, an adult to play basketball in high school? Bruh, I got it. I, I had it here. Fuck it. All right, let's, <laughs> all right, let's do it. I, I had it in my notes. 
We're gonna do what I was like. Let's not do it. Let, let's let's do it. Let's let's go ahead. Since Tim brought it up, quick. I know you gotta let's, eat. Let's, I know you're starving. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it, let's do it real quick. quick. Let's do it real quick. They kind of buried the lead on this one though. So the story, yes, they, they, they really did. They, they really did because at first you're like, why did they arrest him? Twenty five year old man arrested after posing as a seventeen year old player, a seventeen year old to play high school basketball. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, why would you arrest? I mean, you get arrested. I mean, that's stupid. Why would you? Why are you twenty five trying to play high school basketball? But You'll you'll see you'll see why. It's getting to the point where uh, where the saying "you can't make these things up" is starting to become null and void because you don't have to make anything up. People are actually doing it. Sydney Bover Gilstrap Portly attended Hillcrest High School in Dallas, Texas, and played on the boys' basketball team. Only one problem in this scenario: he's a 25 year old man. Sydney, who went under the alias Rashawn Richardson, was named the district uh, district 11 5A Offensive Player of the Year. During the 2017 <laughs> and 18 season. But today. He's buckets. Right. But today he's in jail on charges of tampering with government records. Now here's where the real, the real reason why he should have been in jail. Mm-hmm. The mother of a 14 year old female student told the paper he dated her daughter while at Hell Chris High. Gilstrap Portley, whose officials say was operating under the alias of Rashawn, Rashawn Richardson was named. The, okay, we already did that stuff. Um, he took the opportunity to gain access to our schools. He said he was a fairly savvy to be able to utilize the type of position, knowing that we were accepting Har- Har- Harvey students. He was eventually caught after one of the Gilstrap Portleys, one of Gilstrap Portleys, former coaches remembered him, uh, re- remembered he saw him graduate from North Mesquite high school. So he alerted officials, uh, Gilstrap Portley has been released from jail after posting bond. Here's the thing that, that gets me about this. I want to know more about him dating a 14-year-old, guys. Clearly. He was living a full high school experience. That's the real problem, people. He was That's dating a 14. Problem. I get it. Yeah, he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been played high. Like, he was stupid playing basketball. Like, eventually you're going to get caught. Like, apparently this happens very often, though, because I actually just... A lot, way too often. Way too often. I'm, yeah, I, I actually saw a ID channel thing. They were like one of the... One of the uh, uh, one of the suspects was was a kid that got a guy who got kicked off a basketball team in high school because they found he was too old. He he didn't do it, but still, it was like this happens way too often that it just this all yeah. Anyway, um, but he dated a fourteen year old guys, twenty five yeah. dating a fourteen year old. Uh, five dating fourteen. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. That's right. the issue. It's like that dude that caught that had 58 terabytes of child. Oh porn. my you see that? Bruh. Bruh. Do you know how much like I don't think people that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I have two two I have I have maybe in, in this house maybe five terabytes of total between my Xbox, the the two portable drives I have, and then the machine I'm using right now, and then maybe right. half a terabyte in my laptop. I don't I have maybe yeah. six Maybe seven terabytes. This motherfucker had fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. That's a little, yeah. I don't think people realize how much that is. It's a lot. They gotta send that dude out to shoot him out in space. Fifty-eight terabytes. <laughs> Put him on a rocket and shoot him out of here. I'm not just porn. Child yeah. porn. Child porn. Yeah. That's gross. We live in a fucking crazy world, dude. I'm just, I got, yeah. I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. But there's not... hope. There's hope. There's still hope. I uh, still, man, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's the, my father 
in me, but I still have hope that things can be better and people can change. No, I mean, th- I, I definitely agree with you. I think things can definitely change and um, we can, um, yeah, no, you're right. You're, you're, things can definitely change and, and we can do better, but like right now. There are, there are good people out here. Oh, there are. There I'm are. Like, I'm, not, I'm not alone. There, there are really good people out oh, here. Oh, there are. There are. You just got to find them and it's just. Oof. Right now, man, it's fucking crazy. It's just yeah, this is one. This is one of those weeks where it's just a lot of really terrible news. It's a lot of fucking terrible, and we didn't even we yeah. we barely scratched the surface. We just covered the small things. So anyway, right. folks, uh, yo, Tim, thank you very much for joining me on this one, man. Um, always, man. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. always a pleasure to be always. on here. Where can people find you? I know you're doing podcasting now, so tell people where they can find yeah. you. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast with my friends called Men in the '80s, where we talk about '80s movies. Uh, that's really weird because a lot of them are really problematic, but it's fun to go back and, and rewatch them. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing that. I'm on my friend John's podcast about the review. I'm on there a lot, uh, just guesting, showing up, filling in spots, and talking about you know movies and geek news. And you can find me on peoplescriticblog.com. Find me on Twitter, People's Critic. Uh, yeah, a lot of festival stuff, a lot of interviews coming up. I did an interview with the director from Blind Spotting, doing one with the director of Sorry to Bother You. That'll be fun because he used to be a big hip hop head. He used to be in that group, uh, the Cool. So I have a lot of a lot of hip hop questions about. I know he has some crazy stories. I'm hoping he shares one with me when we talk. But yeah, man, it's fun. It's summer movie season, so there'll be a lot of reviews coming. Well, yeah, cool. Yep, same here. We got um, we got lots of coming on the network. We just put out the cable character corner, so get that on uh character corner uh podcast. And um, we got the season finales of Arrow and Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming up as well on Super Tuesday. And also, there's going to be, uh, if you're a Super Tuesday listener, uh, the mailbag will be coming up in two weeks. So get your emails in for the mailbag, mailbag at mtrnetwork.net. So again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace.